Welcome to George on Call, a podcast about modern healthcare. Canadians are concerned about their health and well-being, and rightly so. We live in a fantastic country with functional government-financed socialized healthcare, but that doesn't mean there aren't problems with our healthcare system or that it can't be improved. Listen in to learn how technology and innovation can help you live your best life. Hi, I'm Jamie Buss, and I'm the publisher of The Tonic Magazine and host of The Tonic Talk Show and Podcast. I'm a former commercial litigator who lost 52 pounds at age 38 through exercise and better nutrition. It took me a year, but I thought if a type A personality like me could do it, anybody can. And this is George Barakat. George is the CEO and directing mind of Medworks, a healthcare technology company. George is an expert in the retail healthcare and wellness sector. He's partnered with the largest retailers in the world to provide better access to healthcare services for over 30 years. Medworks is an app that empowers you to make health and wellness more accessible by bringing together what is already out there in one convenient place. With Medworks, they bring healthcare and wellness to your door or to your device. Hey, George, how are you today? I'm good. How are you, Jamie? Excellent. So when you talk about health and wellness, what do you mean by that? Well, health and wellness really looking forward into the future has to be approached with a much more holistic lens. You can't have health care without wellness. If you do, you're missing a very important piece of the puzzle, and that is how do we transcend from preventative health care or reactive health care to preventative health care? We have to really think about not just healthcare as its own dichotomy, but how do we incorporate actual ancillary services and wellness services into the mix so you as an individual or user can think about healthcare of, you know, maybe I need to go to the gym today, a personal trainer. Maybe I need to look at my well-being from the outside in. Maybe I need my outer appearance to reflect more of what my inner appearance feels like. All of these synergies in healthcare really would lead to a more holistic approach and a more holistic mindset. And when you get that going, it's almost like a person that trains real hard and they get addicted to training. Yeah. And, you know, once you get into it, they call it, well, training's my religion. Right. Yeah. You know, so yeah. you go down that path and it's almost like you can't be without it because it feels so good. Once we get everybody thinking a little more holistic, holistically about their health care and wellness, you're going to see a big quantum shift. Yeah, in talking to you sort of, you know, outside the studio, I know you take sort of an expansive view of health and wellness, which is sort of my approach to it, right? It's like the fundamental interconnectedness of everything that you do, you know, the good night's sleep, which feeds into fitness, which feeds into, you know, weight, which feeds into, you know, circling back to sleep or how you feel about yourself or, you know, your ability to fight off a, a virus, you know, all those things sort of mesh together. And that's why it's so important to, to view health and wellness, as you say, holistically. Why do you care so much about health and wellness? Well, I mean, it's no secret. We're all getting older. So we've got to think about this from how it's going to affect ourselves, how our children are going to be responsible for our well-being potentially eventually. I think that when you look at healthcare and what we've just gone through in the pandemic, we can all attest to the fact that our healthcare was definitely ill-equipped to handle a global pandemic that only lasted two years. You roll the clock forward, one-third of the population is going to be over the age of 65 in the next 10 years. It's going to make the pandemic look like a cakewalk. There isn't going to be enough beds. There isn't going to be enough providers, ancillary service providers or uh, main providers. So I think that when you 
look at why it needs to evolve and greater access to healthcare service providers needs to be available, I'm really passionate about trying to solve that problem. And again, it's not looking at how do we replace the existing system, but we need to think about how do we complement and augment it at this point so that we can think of it as more of a lifestyle choice. Okay, what do you mean by that? Well, with regards to your own self, your own healthcare. Sure. Wouldn't it be great if you could approach healthcare the way a somebody approaches the gym that goes five, six days a week, and for the longest time they haven't worked out, they get back into it, it recharges their core, their energy, and and then missing it, missing a day of workout is almost sacrilege. So, I get I get cranky as hell. You know what I mean? So yeah. you you start saying, hey, this is my religion. Right. You know, working out. You are actually on a course of preventative healthcare, preventative wellness. Right. Without even knowing it. Imagine if you could look at healthcare the exact same way, where you could pre-schedule your physicals once a year, pre-schedule going to the lab and having your metrics measured and have that all put into your calendar. You pre-schedule massages for yourself, for your loved ones, for your wife, outpatient care, remote patient monitoring for a grandparent. All of this should be at your fingertips. I'm real passionate about trying to not solve this problem, but add value to it. Okay. So it's, it's personal to you then, right? 100%. So let's talk a little bit about your personal history, like how you became involved in health and wellness in the industry. Well, I came involved probably around 2005, 2006. I had this great idea of how do we bring the providers to the patients? And it dawned on me, I had a quite historical long-term relationship with one of the largest retailers in the world when they first came to Canada, Walmart. And I approached the individual at Walmart who was in charge of licensing at the time with this idea. And you know what? It took us a couple of years to get it off the ground, but we ended up revolutionizing the walk-in clinic within Walmart stores and made healthcare accessible to all. Now, when you look at the sheer amount of traffic that comes through those locations, bringing the most trusted entity of the community within the box, within a major retailer, was a big accomplishment. For sure. You know, it wasn't looked on or looked upon very favorably by the doctors initially, but now when you see what healthcare from a retail perspective could become, we're only at its infancy stage. What was the reluctance? Why didn't the doctors appreciate what you were trying to do? Well, I believe that our healthcare system and globally our healthcare system has been set up in a way where there's an overarching government control system on what you can and can't do, which you know allows or doesn't allow doctors or providers to spread their wings and really look at how do we provide more efficiencies in healthcare. It's more along the lines of can we operate within our parallel lines. Right, Art. Stay in your lane. That's right. Stay in your lane. Now, when you look at what happened in the pandemic, that stay in your lane mantra, that attitude, that government globally control over healthcare and what you can and can't do actually crippled the healthcare system by far. Only where you see that individual healthcare systems on a global level where there, it was a little more available, where options were presented and showcased not just what was available within the government lines, but outside the government lines, partnerships with retailers, individuals where there was a semi-private system where you could reach out to the actual consumer and the user. I mean, we live in a healthcare environment where we are told how we have to consume our healthcare. Right. And the reality is we just got told to consume our healthcare a certain way and 
it really hurt during the pandemic because accessibility and availability turned out that it wasn't available. Right. You were sort of on the front lines during the pandemic with, mm-hmm. with the clinics, and I know you had to pivot a few times. What are some of the takeaways from your experience at that time, operating the clinics, and then in particular vis-a-vis the, uh, the pandemic? Well, once the pandemic hit, it really changed how we operated um, the retail front-facing clinics. And everything turned into, you know, what was acceptable to operate inside the actual premise, what had to go digital through telemedicine, which was amazing because not only from a retailer perspective, but from a clinic perspective, we just advanced digital medicine by 10 years during this pandemic. So there was some positivity, a silver lining that we could look at. Sure. From a retailer perspective, you saw big box retailers really step up. And I got to say that it was impressive to see how they could accommodate consumers, users, how they could get groceries into their hands. You know, again, I've partnered with a lot of big box retailers in my time, but when you see it firsthand, you know, on what they do and what they what it takes for them to get their shelves full, you know, keep that stock in place, make sure the doors are open, take the safety precautions, millions upon millions of dollars invested into making sure the stores are sanitized on a daily, nightly level. This is all, obviously, they're, they're generating sales, but the undertone of that is they really want to help the community. So they're achieving both goals. On the medical clinic side, you can only align to that so much without the government restrictions jumping sure. into play yeah. and saying, no, you can't. Yes, you can. No, you can't. I think that, and I just came back from a seminar panel discussion that I participated in in New Orleans with our board, uh, the Convenient Care Association of America, the CCA. We were guests at the Open Minds Conference. And the premise of the panel discussion was, how do we partner with retailers in the Mm. U.S.? Okay. You know, we are talking about a landscape where major retailers have probably more resources than, you know, a thousand clinics put together per store. They want to be able to partner with you because their association with a quality provider means a lot as a service that they could provide to their consumer. Sure. It's all about them trying to put their arms around that holistic approach as well, because believe it or not, whether it's a small retailer or a big retailer, and whether they carry groceries, leisure, OTC, or pharmacy, that is a big piece of the healthcare conversation. Start with grocery alone. Right. You know, what you need at the OTC level and prescription. It only makes sense that the medical industry should look at a more collaborative relationship. Did you change your philosophy of healthcare and wellness as a result of the pandemic? Because I know you had to pivot from sort of operating the clinics to a more telemedicine model. So so how did that change the way you viewed things? Or did it? Maybe, maybe it didn't. No, it, it changed it 180 degrees. There will always be a place for brick-and-mortar medical clinics as right. there are certain things that you cannot do. But what the pandemic showed us, what there is a ton of stuff that you can do with the right technology and how it's connected to other ancillary service providers through a digital experience or a telemedicine experience or a phone experience with a provider. That is just the tip of the iceberg. We are only scratching the surface. You can, these days, by leveraging technology, hook up a series of remote patient monitoring tools so you can monitor a loved one at home instead of putting them into an extended living center. That alone could save consumers an average of hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, depending on how severe the needs were. But with regards to how my thought process is now is, 
we need to expand at-home healthcare service. The time is now to do that. We've already scratched the surface, but I believe in my heart of hearts that we've got to make it a lot more open and a lot more available so that the consumers can choose. It's not about moving to private medicine. It's about wrapping your arms around existing services that are already out there promoting themselves. Why not put it all in one place? Right. So that brings me to my next question, which is your current endeavor, which is MedWorks. Do you want to explain a little bit about that? Absolutely. MedWorks is a patent-pending application that literally takes the SaaS learnings from an existing model that we all know, whether you're using Uber Eats or Skip the Dishes or ordering groceries, goods or groceries, you are all using the same technology, which is shopping cart technology, scheduling, and geofencing. So our app literally takes that identical technology where all you have to do is put in your address into the address bar and high quality healthcare and wellness services appear in your region, delivered to your home or to your device. So again, imagine you could, once you put in your address and you could have, let's say, uh, someone in your house isn't feeling well, you could have a paramedic at your door. You want to schedule remote patient monitoring for a loved one, no problem. Physicals once a year, no problem. You want to schedule a mental health appointment. You can have it on your device or at your home. You want to schedule some physiotherapy, outpatient care, personal training. This should all be available. MedWorks is going to make it available. MedWorks, literally, our tagline is at home your way every day. Fantastic. So you learned a lot when you were operating the clinics and through the pandemic. What have you learned since you started MedWorks? I've learned that to shift the focus from reactive medicine to preventive medicine, it has to be economical. Yep. And it has to be compelling. Yep. Those two words alone, if you break them down and look at what would be the solution, if you had economical and compelling equals convenience. So part two of our MedWorks operation is we have your own personal health care coordinator. We labeled it our MADI department. So you could have somebody in our MADI department reach out to you within 24 hours and tell them what you need. All you'd have to say to associate from our MADI department is, I need massages scheduled on Tuesday for my wife, my husband. I would like a manicure, pedicure for my mom. You know what? Schedule physicals once a year. Literally transact on them and MADI will put them into your iOS or Google Calendar so and set reminders so you're ready to go. That's the difference. You mentioned the cost, right, and the convenience. I think with all wellness, right, whether we're talking about remote or whether we're talking about an app, when you're trying to change hearts and minds, if people have been doing things for a long time, it can't be at a premium. You can't just preach to the converted, right? Like you and I, we both exercise, right? So I wouldn't need to say to you, George, you know, you, 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 you know, it's time for you to go work out, right? But for somebody who hasn't, it's bridging that mindset. If it isn't cost efficient, if it isn't convenient, you're asking somebody to attach a premium to a new behavior, which is absolutely a barrier to it. It's when, when the green industry started, right? The only way people were going to buy the green goods is if they were cost competitive. Because if it was a premium that was attached to it, you were only preaching to the converted. So if you had, a, for example, a tankless water heater, if it costs more money, the only people that were going to use the tankless water heater were the people who already believed in tankless water heaters. The average Canadian was not going to do it because it was costing them more and they couldn't see the benefit. Once you see the benefit, once you bridge that gap and start doing what is necessary to do in a new way, then maybe you're prepared to sp spend more on it because you can see the value. So I totally agree with you. That entry level has to be cost efficient and make 
sense on a convenience basis. So I'm with you. I yeah, agree. and just to add to that, we're, we're not, again, we're not in practice management. What we do is we're putting their brands on. I get it. Yeah, so it's the paramedox. It's, you know, the physiotherapy company, the mental right. health company. It's their brands. That being said, you know, this is going to change things for the better. We're not trying to compete with our social system, but wouldn't it be great if you could hit a button on your phone, have a paramedic at your door because you weren't feeling well, right. instead of clogging up the hospital system right? because you're using it as your open walk-in clinic. So what? You pay a premium. You would anyway to community paramedics. They're doing it today. Right. So we're not doing anything out of the norm. We just want to help. No, but you are asking people to think about their health proactively as opposed to being reactive, right? So you injure yourself, you go to the hospital, maybe you go to emergency, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're trying to prevent illness by doing all these things that might be good for you, physiotherapy, dietitian, whatever it might be, that's a different mindset. 100%. 100%. But if you do need care right away, yeah, you now have an option of don't wait at the hospital for six to eight hours. Right. We can get someone to your door in 30 to 60 minutes. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, that's compelling. The other services, you're absolutely spot on. Today, you know what? This is like the most exciting part of this is, yeah. you know, Jamie, you're going to laugh. Last time I was here, I actually watched a program. They were interviewing doctors, and I've been using this in every one of my panel discussions where they were saying aging is a disease that can be cured. Right. Yeah, I remember. So I, I added an actual line, a completion line to that, that aging gracefully needs to become a lifestyle. Yeah. And that's what MedWorks is going to do. Is that what's exciting to you about, about this project? 100%, yes. So how can better health care and wellness services allow us to age gracefully? How does that actually work? Well, I think we've been talking about it. It really is shifting the mindset to preventative health care. The only reason why you, your wife, your ki- your kids, your grandparents aren't looking at healthcare preventative is because there's nobody there to hold their hand, put it in their schedule, get it all organized for them. Imagine a world where you could do that. Either do it yourself by looking at options available by putting in your address, make a phone call. Right. We don't charge at MedWorks for that personal healthcare coordinator. That's it. You know, MedWorks is going to really want to, and this is why I believe that Healthcare needs to not just change, but improve. We want everybody to think about healthcare from a preventative aspect. Otherwise, our hospital system and what we just went through in COVID, we won't survive, A, another pandemic with our system the way it is, let alone the next 10 years of the aged population. So maybe that's something we can explore the next time we talk, right? What's, what's, what's not right with our healthcare system? Does that make sense? We could, absolutely. And you know what? There's a lot that's right. Yep. And like every healthcare system globally, it just needs a little bit of improvement. Well, I'd love to hear what you have to say about that. It's my pleasure. Thanks for listening in to the George on Call podcast. To download this and other episodes of George on Call with full show notes and links, please visit Spotify, Apple, and Google Play. For more information about MedWorks, please visit medworks.com. If you have any questions about this podcast, please send an email to info at medworks.com. Until you tune in again, remember MedWorks at home, your way every day. Download the MedWorks app today. Your family's health and wellness needs should come first. You need MedWorks. MedWorks at home, your way every day. Download the app today. MedWorks.